the part of destiny, and we will accomplish remarkable results yes. this year. Yes. Yesterday I was watching the special event put together in the U.S. for Evangelist Reinhard Bonke. Amazing. They titled it A Legacy of Harvest. Because you see, there were over 79 million recorded decisions for Christ by that man. Mm. 79 million. Recorded. There are those who, could, who didn't come out. There are those who got born again over the watching TV. These are the ones that were recorded and documented. They have those sons here that we have said Jesus is our Lord. 79 million. My God. The man had said, if you ever hear that Reynard Bonke is dead, don't you believe it because I'll be alive more than ever. And you see, he wasn't referring to this body. But he has got bodies in whom he has put his spirit in. His boldness, his mindset. And they are determined more than ever to do even greater than he's done. But then that just begins to... I, I, I couldn't rest for some time. I was just concerned. I started thinking of a stadium on stadiums that we'll probably have to fill this year. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. 79 million, one person. And when he started in Lesotho, there were times he traveled a very long distance to preach to five persons. So the, the crowds didn't gather in one day, yes. but he was at it. He was determined to fulfill the course. He, he's been described as one and maybe the greatest evangelist that ever lived. That's the way they describe him. As probably the greatest evangelist that ever lived. So passionate about Jesus, so focused on the work. They say you wouldn't speak for five minutes with Bonky without him getting back to salvation of souls and winning the lost. He knew why he came. Well, that's a challenge to all of us. That's a challenge to all of us. According to Reinhard Bonke, the greatest, the most important generation is the next generation. So he made sure that he passed the torch. In 2017, he had the, his last, what is called, his farewell crusade in Lagos. And then he now began to do some meetings, some videos. He would sit sharing his experiences. He knew he was done. A few people would gather and he would share his experiences with them, inspire them, teach them, and all of that. And they record those things in their full flame uh, fame series. And then eventually, I was watching a prophet. I don't even know his name. They were talking about his prophecy. His, he talked about in 2019 how a great man of God will go home. He said that it will be peaceful. And then the code he was getting was, I think, Hesh and B, you know, prophetic code. So now they can understand this is Hesh in Reinhardt and Bonke. So it wasn't an accident. He was done. <laughs> Praise God. So I'm just wondering what happened to heaven when Bonke <laughs> arrived. 
Amen. Amen. And 2020 is going to be a great year. You know, that Dr. Charles has said that Jesus visited him in December towards the fasting period and and showed him many revivals that will take place. So 2020 is a great year. But there was something he said, and um, of course I take everything he said serious, but I took it more serious uh, because on the same third first night, when we had the privilege of watching um, a bit of Pastor Chris's meeting on, on TV, he was talking about the network was bad as it was in, in watching <laughs> Dr. Charles. But he was talking about how he told a woman he ministered to, you can activate the, the healing you receive in your spirit anytime you like. You can activate it right now. You can activate it in the airplane or anywhere else. Activate it. Activate it. And you might say, I like to activate it now. And then when, when that Dr. Charles was teaching, he talked about activating the word that is in you. He talked about same time he talked about activating the word. So I'm telling you now, activating the word. Amen. <laughs> activating the word. And what Pastor Chris talked about how the Bible says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Dr. Charles was also explaining how it is when the word's coming to you and is dwelling in you. All right? So in 2020, activate the word. Amen. And we're going to have to make a choice not to let the standards and the limitations and restrictions of societies and friends become ours too. We must be determined to do the extraordinary. Amen. You know, doing the extraordinary is possible and it is a choice. Amen. It is a choice that has to be consistent with how you think. And how you look at life. You just make up your mind to win. You know, I, I, I explained to, to somebody, I said, you see, why I don't think, why is it so important that you win? Is because when you win, your friends are happy. Amen? Amen. Many people who thought what trying to do is not possible, become inspired. They've seen an example. Amen. Amen. They've seen, you know, if your man starts uh, doing a particular thing that you've thought so difficult, soon enough you realize you want to do it. You're, because now you can see people doing it. So it is important that we win big. Amen. Amen. I mean, that was the reason why on my last birthday, after thanking a lot of people like Pastor Gossel that wrote a fantastic, I never knew he knows that right, right through and that day too. Yeah. But he wrote a great poem that um, if, it's, if it's nominated, uh, if it's a music, you can nominate it for Oscar Award and it will come through. Amen. <laughs> so I said that we are in a new dimension of revealing possibilities. And that's what I, what I want to do. I want to reveal possibilities. I want to do things that people think can be done. So I become a picture, I became a revelation of possibilities. And now other people can be inspired to do the same thing. Amen? They can become inspired to do the same thing. And this has to be something we are are intentional about, we are focused about, we must let go of small dreams and 
mediocre dreams. Amen. The dream of getting a fine apartment and getting a small car for the family and then eating nice food. We must we must go beyond that. Amen. Yeah. If you want if what you like is um a hundred thousand dollars, you can go ahead and have one million dollars because the one hundred thousand dollars is inside. Amen. You can take it out and send the rest to me. <laughs> I know what to do with it. I have the grace for managing all things like that. Praise God. Okay, but this morning I, I want to share <clears throat> some thoughts with you because you see, 2019 just finished. And um, that's a whole 365 days of action that finished. And um, usually, um, people had different kinds of experiences in 2019. There are those who were hungry many days because they didn't have food. There are those who had accidents. There were those who experienced different kinds of things. And uh, right now, many Christians are fasting. And they are looking unto God to give them a better 2020. And they're going to do that for like a month. And I don't have anything against it. Praise God. But um, one thing is certain. They are looking for a different experience. Amen. But the thing is that experiences are dependent variables. Experiences are not even important. Outcomes depend on the choices we've made, on the decisions that we've made. You made many decisions in 2019. In 2020, you're going to make decisions. So I want to briefly talk about the patterns of decision. All right? Decision patterns that people make. The reason it's important is because if you keep doing the same thing the same way, you have the same outcomes. All right? If 2020 will be different, your outcome has to be different. Amen. You know, this morning, I read the story of one of these popular music musicians, you know, in Nigeria, who just landed what they call the biggest deal in Africa. Because a bank has signed him to be the ambassador for one billion naira. One billion. The boy will be 30 this year. <laughs> so, I began, before now, I, you know, before now, I have already been thinking how much money I want to be worth by the end of the year in dollars. Amen? The reason some of us don't is because we are afraid, so we don't want to risk it. Having goals fail can be depressing if you're not careful. So we rather want to avoid it. But I'm not afraid. I'm going big. Amen. I said I'm going big. Glory to God. It's okay to be rich in millions of dollars. Praise God. I said it's okay to be rich in millions of dollars. Now the interesting thing about this is that 
this bank is only paying this guy one billion so that they can just leverage his influence. That's all. So they can design an advert which the young man won't pay for and put, put his picture, maybe where he's now sending money using the app or something like that. And they could have a show and they'll break him to come and perform. Praise God. Now think about it. I didn't accompany anyone to this world. I came. <laughs> I came. So when they are counting, I learned that Dangote's wealth increased by four point something billion this year. And that, 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 that his wealth is now bigger than that of the two richest men in South Africa combined. Now, he is about number 67 in the world. You get the point? So when we start looking at it globally, he is not one super superpower. So think about the greatest guy in the world. I think it's Jeff Bezos, right? <clears throat> who's God, who's worth more than anyone else. I can See, it is a choice. It is a choice to be there. Praise God. It is a choice to be there. So, I, I am choosing. I have set my, I'll probably tell you, but I've set my, what I want to be worth financially in dollars at the end of, and you have to understand, it's not in hundreds of thousands. It must have to be in millions. You must have understood. You must guess from all I'm saying. Amen? And since I'm already in a new dimension, I know it's a done deal. Praise God. What I've learned is not to push things too hard. But to trust the spirits. Set my goals, trust the spirits for direction. Expect his light. His his world is a light onto my path and a lamp onto my feet. I expect him to guide me. Say so you hear a voice behind you telling you this is where to go. Okay, you just walk on that path and everything will be all right. Praise God. For us, we are not going to be disappointed this year because the Lord is with us. He is with us strong. You know. There are certain things that I look at and my faith is ever stronger. I've told you before, in 2017, I was in Lagos and the Lord spoke to me. I think it was around October. I think it was on the 16th of October. I think it's 15th, rather. And the Lord spoke to me and said, Your yesterday will never, he said, never be better than your tomorrow. And I have seen it in my life. I've seen that my path had the, 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 the brightness has been increasing. I have seen it. Praise God. There's a time only me know it now. Other people are also beginning to, to take notice of it. Praise God. And so when I look at so I know he's been talking to you many times. So why am I saying my own? So that you can have faith in the things the Lord has told you. I know that he is ever faithful. He doesn't fail. Praise God. We are determined to prove that the word of God is true. But you see, our outcomes must depend on our choices. That's what I'm talking about. What would you rather choose? Would you rather choose if only I can get a job? Get a job? If only they can promote me. This new minimum wage, if only they can start paying it. Is that all you can see? I refuse to be that person. Is that all you can see? Is that all? Mata. You see, when I hear the testimony of certain things, what happened to me is I say, oh God, 
I would like to have that experience too. That's what goes through my mind. And many times I notice that eventually it becomes my experience. It becomes my So I've learned to take it seriously because you don't ask. You don't have because you didn't ask, he said. And by that he meant you didn't desire it. If you desire it, it is possible. It is possible. What we've seen is enough to convince us that things, all these things are possible. Glory to God. These things are possible. So we must desire. We must desire. Glory. We must desire. Hallelujah. Patterns of decisions. What kind of decisions do you make? And what is the likely outcome of those decisions? Patterns. Because a life that is not examined and re-examined can never be worth it. It can be worth it. So we read, first of all, from the book of Romans. Book of Romans. Every day of my life, I will trust in you. I will trust in you. I declare that I am strong in the strength of the Lord. I will trust in you. I will trust in you. And I will worship you. Oh, my Arabasada, I declare that I'm strong in the strength of the Lord. I will trust in you. I will trust in you. And I will worship you. I will worship you. I declare that I'm strong in the strength of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, you see, very importantly, you probably need to write it down that life will respond to you based on who you are not on what you want. Amen? Life will respond. So, I, I meant to say First Corinthians chapter 13, not Romans. Life will respond to you based on who you are, not on what you want. If you, if you are, in your mind, somebody searching for success, you will have the experiences of people who are searching for success. They include disappointments, heartbreaks, you understand, failed promises, because you are searching for success. Amen? If you are in your heart, somebody who is successful is a different dimension. You will have the experiences of people who are successful. 
Amen. Because people who are searching for success, the way they respond to situations is different from how those who are successful respond. When those who are searching for success sees a disappointment, they walk away and start looking for the next thing. Those who are successful, when they see what is called the disappointment, they turn it into their advantage. Amen? Amen. Now, that's the way they think. They see what other people will call, uh, will call a problem. And what they say is different. Now, these are two categories of people. Some are searching for it. Some have found it. Have you found it? You've got to find it today. It is in the way you think. It is in the, and that way you think is called a perspective. Now, that perspective determines your choices. So this one makes a door that is called closed. All right? And he chooses to withdraw and go away. This one makes this door that is called closed because he's successful. He knocks. It didn't open. He checks the windows. It didn't open. He walks around. There is no other door. He knows someone is inside. Jesus said, he continues to knock. <laughs> and the man inside will say, if I don't open, this man won't let me rest. Let me open and give him what he wants. And the door opens. Two people, different approach. Amen. You know, I was having a conversation yesterday with um, Joseph Helon in Kenya. Because he's quite excited about the Spaniela Summit happening in Nairobi. And he wants to pioneer it. He was asking me, what's the budgetary implication? I said, I'll get back because I don't know budgetary implication uh, uh, right now. And um, I told him, what was the church doing when Facebook bought Instagram? We've shared that thought before. Amen? What was the church doing when Google bought Android? What happened? Now, we are saying they want, they want to control the world. Don't, don't, don't be on their platform. What were we doing when they bought it? Today, there are new opportunities. We probably ain't seeing them. Amen? Somebody tomorrow latches on that opportunity, makes it big, and we say, hey, don't go there, don't go there. They want to control the world. Are you kidding me? Why don't we just control it? Why don't we just control it? Think about it. I think this is the mindset that should work. When on our own, we become aware that we should look for and exploit, we should make the next big thing happen. That's the way I like to think. I want to make the next big thing happen. I really want to be very big. I'm serious. Very big. I want if you mention... Dr. Brian, he says, praise God. <laughs> there are many Olushegus in this, in this country. They mentioned Olushegu. Somebody knows what to think. Say, Obasanjo, is it, what's wrong with him? <laughs> yeah. There are many months in the U.S., but there is one. His last name is Zuckerberg. Are you hearing this? Believe me, if you search, you'll probably find other Trumps, but there is one Trump. 
There are other Obamas in Kenya, but there is one Obama. So there are many treasures. Let it come to pass this year. Are you hearing me? That when they say Mrs. Treasure, they say it's a God's will. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. That's one of the choices they've got to make. Okay, so 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. When I was a child, I speak as a child. I understood as a child. Amen? And I taught as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. When I was in the pews, this time he didn't say breathless. He didn't say technon. He said the pews, meaning one who hasn't matured. Not necessarily because of age. Amen. He's not dealing with stature this time. He's dealing with maturity. Amen. Glory to God. When I was in the pews, first of all, I spoke before I could understand, before I could think. So you can see his decision-making pattern. He speaks what he hasn't understood and what he never took time to think about. That's a child. Now you can look at yourself and ask yourself, am I a child? My conviction, the things I speak about with so much confidence, how did I know? Have I ever, have I even understood it? Have I ever thought about them? In 2020, you want to function as a man. The Bible says the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, not the appeals of God. Now he said, when I became a man, when I became an appeal, uh, a, 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 a son of God, not an appeal. When I became grown up, I put away childish things, childish way of life, childish patterns of life. My pattern for living changed. I stopped speaking what I never understood. Amen? On what were your choices in 2019 based? How did you know what you were supposed to do? How did you make the choices? See, on the 31st of December, I did a live broadcast on Facebook that blessed lots of people. A lot of people, uh, uh, you know, some had to send me personal messages, you know, to say thank you for the broadcast. Because I began to explain to them that, listen, part of what I told them at the end of the, of the program, I said, pull out a sheet of paper and divide it into three columns. And I wanted to write your outcomes in 2019, the things that happened. You bought a new jet, write it down. And I wanted to also write the decision that brought about this outcome. And I said, then lastly, I wanted to write what inspired the decision. Three columns. So life becomes a little more clear, right? Life becomes a little more clear. I know what inspired me to go to Abuja and look for a job, a decision, all right? And now I am living in Abuja. What inspired me? Did I run away because one wish threatened me? If that's what inspired me, all right, there are chances I will run away again from Abuja to Sokoto because somebody will threaten me. 
So your outcomes are not important as the decisions, and the decisions are not even as important as the inspiration behind them. Are you hearing this? Glory to God. When I was a child, I taught, I spoke as a child, I acted. All right? Then, it was after I acted before I understood. And then, it was after I understood, I started thinking about it. What was he thinking about? His foolishness. Praise God. <laughs> because he needed to think to understand. Now he's understood because maybe someone told him. Okay? So he's not thinking about his foolishness. Say, so why did I do this? Because he's a child. But when he became a man, he learned to challenge assumptions. He learned to question answers. Then he learned to form his opinion upon which his choices we are now based. Glory to God. Now he's acting with understanding. He is acting with understanding now. An outcome becomes created. Conscious creations. Glory to God. A gentleman said the best way and maybe the only way to control the future is to create it. So it's possible to create the future. You create it by the choices that you make. And the consistency of your choices is what sustains the creation. Amen? Glory to God. Okay, so let's look at this for example. So I read, okay, let's go to the book of um, Genesis, right? Okay. We're going to the book of Genesis. And we're going to read about Abraham. And we're going to chapter 24. And we're looking at verses 1. Verse 1, right? Verse 1. Okay, are you ready? And Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And well stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. My God. I like that. The Lord has blessed Abraham in all things. Praise God. Now, did you see that? He said the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Amen. He said the Lord had Bless Abraham in all things. It's easy to say Abraham is lucky. Wow. I wish the Lord would bless me in all things. Well, before you start thinking that, I would like you to look at the book of Second Peter chapter 1. Open it. Second Peter chapter 1. Where did he begin to say, according as his divine power? Verse 3, right? According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Did you see that? Have you seen it? Oh, you're still going there. Praise God. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. 
But he began by saying, grace and peace, am I correct? Be multiplied unto you. Am I correct? That's verse what? Two, right? According as his what? Divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Then Ephesians chapter number one. Let's see verse three again. Ephesians chapter one, verse three. Are you with me? Can you tell me what he's saying? Blessed be the Lord God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly realms. Glory to God. Well, if these blessings that he gave me are in the heavenly dimensions, amen, are you here with me? These blessings are in the heavenly dimensions. When you function in heavenly dimensions, you can only see that you walk in those blessings. Did you get that? That's why he told you in heavenly places, in heavenly dimensions. So if you will look at Colossians chapter number 2, Open it. Book of Colossians chapter number 2. One of our popular scriptures. I always like to make reference to Colossians chapter number 2. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter number 2. Please join me. And I'm reading to you from verse 8. Don't let others spoil you with spoil your faith and joy. With their philosophies, their wrong and shallow answers. Listen, this is important. I read to you from the Living Bible. Their wrong and shallow answers built on men's thoughts. He blessed us with all spiritual blessings where? Heavenly places, heavenly dimensions. Amen. So he said, if you allow thoughts, if you allow answers that are built on man's thought, man's thought don't come from heavenly dimensions. Are you saying that now? Amen. And ideas, instead of on what Christ has said. Amen. The living, New Living Translation will say, don't let anyone capture you with what? Honey, give it to me. That's the Bible you have. Verse 8. Don't anyone capture you with what? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. With empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense. Amen. They sound nice and sound very spiritual. If you want to see the power of God in your life, spend time to fast, spend time to pray, and you see the power of God. It sounds very spiritual, but it's not true. I know it's not true. Praise God. There are some people who have done that and they're frustrated. My friend, Emmanuel Rema, told me that they, almost ca- they carried him out almost unconscious from the mountain. Where he was bound to do it, was he 40 days fasting because the power must happen. So he said, because he, he, he functions in prophecies and miracles. And his wife traveled around Africa. So some people came to him and said, what do you do? Before your meeting, so that these things will happen, he said, I sit down. I eat very good egusi soup with lots of meat. (laughs) 
and then I come and the miracles will happen. <laughs> they started to hear, well, you have to fast. Uh, somebody even gave me their advice. He said, this land is very hard. He said, you have to, he told me, take time, fast. Fast, you have to fast. Fasting is important. I mean, we did fasting for seven days just this day. So we fast. Don't, 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 don't exalt it more than it is. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. That's high sounding nonsense. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense. After what? Give it to me. After what? Come on, raise your voice. That comes from number one, human thinking. Number two, from spiritual powers. Listen, these spiritual powers are fallen. Amen. The Bible says we are sitting far above them. So they are not in those heavenly places that Jesus is referring to. All right? Instead of what? Christ. For in him dwelleth. All the fullness of wisdom and knowledge. So fire and gnosis. So if he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings that are in the heavenly dimensions, that is where he said, let your heart be set on those things that are above. Amen. Amen. So where, from what do you draw your inspiration? That is the question. What form the, the ideas upon which your choices are made or we are made in 2019, in 2018? On what we are those ideas based? Have you understood them? Have you thought about them? Or have you acted without thinking and without understanding? 2020 is a great year. But there are things, there's a role we must play. God understands choices. So he, Moses spoke to the children of Israel. He said, I have this day set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Then he said, Choose life. All Abraham, the Bible said, Abraham, God had blessed him. God blessed him. All Abraham did was to believe in the blessing. You've got to believe in the blessing before. So you have to be in the dimension of the blessing. You have to see yourself as somebody who is blessed. Amen. Glory to God. One of my sons met me over, over, over the week. And he said he wanted to leave the city and go to another city and start doing motivational speaking. I said, okay, that's fine. Or what is this motivation based? What is the industry like in that place? So I say, listen, I'm a, I'm a risk taker. So I don't stop with I want to do that. But also you can bring wisdom into it. All right? So I said, if you want to be a successful motivational speaker, first of all, you must have the perspective, the blueprint of successful motivational speakers. If you don't have it, you can't expect to function like them. If you are trying to be you have the experience of someone who's trying to be. And that might include sleeping on the, on the bus stop. Amen. 
It might include your friend throwing your things and telling you, I can't take it again. I'll be feeling you for six months. That's part of it you are trying to be. Amen. <laughs> when I finished talking with him, I, I, I think he changed his mind because he realized he wasn't ready. I say success is easy, but you've got to understand that our choices are as important as the inspiration upon which they are based. You can choose to go to Los Angeles because you saw your friend move there and he's doing well. So you move there too and you start struggling. But there is a spirit in man. Are you hearing this? The inspiration that comes from the heavenly dimensions grants him understanding upon which his choices are based. Patterns of decision making. In 2020, your choices have to be different. They have to be intelligent. You don't do this. Don't run with the crowd. Don't run with the herd. People are running. Ah, you start joining. Why do say everyone is running? And I go in and I hear the moment. No. Even when others are running, or chanting, can decide to step back and examine what is going on. So at first, he will know the direction to run to. You get the point? He will know. Praise God. Any idea you haven't challenged, don't use it. Spend time to question answers. Look at it. Answers that come from human thinking. An answer that Satan inspired. Satan has inspired answers in this world. And you were born and you were told this is the way. The Bible says you will hear a voice. Have you heard that voice? What did the voice say? Concerning your finances. On what are your choices based? Why do you pay tight? The pastor said. Is that why? What did the pastor say? What did his words bring to you? Did they bring comfort? Did they break, build you up? Or did he make you afraid? Are you not acting out of fear? On what is this choice based? Amen. Don't let the thinkings of other human beings who may not be informed enough become your limitation. You have a mind. Use it. Praise God. Use it. You see, growth in Christ is a choice. It's a choice that you make. Spiritual growth happens because of your awareness. Your awareness happens because you expose yourself to new realities. And that's a choice that you have to make. So Abraham knew that God blessed him in all things. So let's look a bit. Abraham was coming from battle one day. Look at his choices. The choices of Abraham blessed of God. Look at it. He was coming from battle. And he meets a priest of God. A king too. And then the king blessed him. He said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God. And he took 10% of everything he got and gave the man. The man didn't say, Give me something. Abraham knew. There is a way mature sons of God function. Amen? Amen. They recognize that all they have came from him. Glory to God. They recognize that the blessings were given to them of God. So Abraham took 10% and gave. That's a choice 
and it's consistent. He not only did that, he taught Isaac the same thing. Isaac gave tithes. Isaac passed it to Jacob. So it wasn't an act that Abraham just, no, no, he taught his children. So you can see now the kind of decisions Abraham makes, patterns of decision. You can see now. That's about finances. So your assumptions about your money, where did they come from? This money is my sweat. Is that your idea? There are people who this money is my sweat. You must give it to me. I refuse to have sweat money. Amen. I don't want sweat money. Please take. Don't give me. I want grace money. <laughs> I want to send a text message to someone. Say, how are you doing? He said, I've been thinking about you lately. Amen. Amen. And then, not I've been thinking about you lately. Something happens to my phone. A boost. And I check, what's that? 2M just like that. <laughs> and then I turn around. Now, now you turn around, you now see, say, ah, this can only. Great! Great! Glory! <laughs> Amen. Say, this can only be grace. Because you know, what did I do? Why should this happen? Why? How can I just get someone's who one year salary in one week? And then that's not the end of it. It just continues like that. You know, I was talking with a man, a man told me, say, say, in the past, he said, when you encounter the goodness of God, and when you dwell in that goodness, they are not the same. When you encounter it, you can have your one-off experience. But when you are dwelling in it, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. When you dwell in his goodness, I dwell in his goodness. I dwell in his goodness. Amen. Everywhere that I go, I carry the atmosphere of his goodness. And the force of his goodness comes out of me and blesses my world. Amen. It will never be a struggle, but we have to understand what to do with the word of God. So we just talked about one. Abraham took giving seriously. And his giving is based on an understanding that God blessed him. Meaning God has empowered him. He knew it. Thou will remember the Lord your God, for it is him that gives you power to make wealth. So the power to make wealth came from him. And you must remember him. How do you remember him? You honor him. He said, bring what? That's Romans chapter, um, Proverbs chapter. Okay, maybe we should read it. Come on, let's read it. Glory. I'm loving this, I'm telling you. I will praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at it. Verse 9, Proverbs chapter 3. Honor the Lord thy God. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of thine increase. So shall thy bands be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Hey, look at the choice. The choice. And what? The results. Honor the Lord with what? Not with your words. Lord, I love you. That's fine. But honor him with your substance, with your money, with your car, whatever it is. And with the first fruits of all thine increase, when that happened, what will happen is that so shall thy band be filled with plenty. Brother, I want my band. Hey! Hey! I don't want struggling. 
in my finances. I want my barn of money to be filled with plenty. And thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Burst out with new wine. That's what I want. Therefore, I have made up my mind to honor the Lord. Amen. So what I've done in 2020, I've said, in 2019, if I was doing, for example, 100,000 a month, now I want to do 200 because I want double. Amen. Amen. And you know the things of God, he does in multiples. Glory to God. Multiples. So if you are doing 100,000 and you are seeing millions, amen, he talks about a hundredfold. Glory. So if you start doing 200, you won't see too many. You see 20 million. Praise God. <laughs> That's the mathematics. Okay, let's look again. Malachi. Malachi. So let's talk about one dimension now. Money. Malachi chapter 3. These are, of course, scriptures that we all know. But isn't it nice to look at them again? Malachi chapter 3. And we are looking at... Well, let's just start from verse what? From verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. He was talking to you of Israel. But you say, wherein have we robbed you? I like to read that scripture from the Living Bible. Let me just read a verse from there. You will love it. You will love it. Look at it. Verse 8. He said, Will a man rob God? Surely not. And yet you have robbed me. What do you mean? When did we ever rob you? You have robbed me of the tithes and offerings due to me. Amen. <laughs> oh my goodness. He said, when in the world did that happen? He said, you've robbed me in your tithes and offerings. Verse 9. You are cursed with a curse. You are disabled. That's what he said. You are disabled. So you put in plenty of effort and little result comes out. I don't want that. I hate it. I didn't say I don't want it. I hate it. I reject it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory. You curse with a curse for you have robbed me. This, even this whole nation. Why? All of them were running the same direction. Nobody cared to ask, is this right? Then verse 10 says, Bring you all the times into this storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith. Do you know how many times I read this scripture? I have read it this week. Sometimes I read it, I get up and take money and go and go and go and give. Amen. I'm serious. Thank God for the ability to do transfers. I read this scripture all the time. Because the thing is, listen, if you have 10 million now, it will finish. So it is better that you make the right choices with it. Amen? You want to be careful where you invest it. Whether you invest it in foolishness, whether you invest it in debt or life. It's the he that sold, that invests. You understand? Unto his thinkings, his human ideas. That's what it means by flesh. It doesn't mean if you use it to eat something, you know, that enters your body. That's not what he's saying. <laughs> he said, if your, 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 your investment is motivated by your selfishness, he said you reap that. By your senses. Amen. Prove me now here with, say the Lord of hosts, 
If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, there shall not be room enough to receive it. That's what I want. And what the one my account will no longer contain. So we are opening a new account because EFCC will start suspecting. You get the point. The account is no longer enough to, sus- to contain. You understand? So you open another one. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> so you need an accountant. Hallelujah. Hey, I don't want to hear this and it sounds nice. I want it to be my experience. Amen. I want to talk to you about it and say, you know. It's actually the concept. We are, we, I just need to, I don't know, then these bugs. Amen. I mean, I'm, just, I'm just tired. We, we have, let me try that one. And then we load it, praise God. We load it. And it's not enough. We load another one. Amen. Hey! That's what I want. It's a choice. It's my choice. Is it your choice? What would you rather have? We don't like to have 300k a month as a big salary increase. So you're not imagining. So in your office, for example, honey, so you look at some of the so-called big, you understand? And you're imagining he gets 400k. And you're imagining when I will grow. When you will grow, amen. When you will grow, grow. Are you kidding me? You call that money? No. No room enough. Listen, say no room enough. In 2020, no room enough. No room enough. No room enough. Hallelujah. Don't you want to lose count? Let them count and tell you. Amen. Let them count and tell you it is now. You understand? You say, oh, really? Uh, when I thought the other time you said it was, it, it was uh, 150. Well, you say, yeah. Amen. Glory. <laughs> so for long we have spent. We still we have. Yeah, we said we have, and um, we haven't checked the other accounts. Okay, check and let me know. No room enough. No room enough. No room enough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No room enough. But that's an outcome, right? Dependent variable. Dependent variable. The choice has to be. Bring ye all the tithes. The inspiration has to be, remember the Lord your God, for it is him that gives you power to make wealth. So the power to make wealth comes from him. Amen? The power to make wealth comes from him. Let's go to the New Testament and talk briefly. And then we'll close there. And you know where we're going, don't you? Come on, you can guess. Hallelujah. I'm sure you can guess. Glory to God. So, are you there now? Woo-hoo. Let me see who gets it. Who gets it? Where are we? Second something. Does that help? Okay, not you. <laughs> who gets it? Second Corinthians chapter number nine. Hallelujah. Lebo sabakata lahida. Paul said, not because I desire a gift. I'm not looking for a gift. But I'm desirous of... You understand? Desirous of what? Talk to me. You you are not Bible students. Fruits that will abound in your account. 
Amen. Amen. I had a testimony of Apostle, what's the name of um, this gentleman, Selman? He was talking about finances. He said, the power of God was moving in my life. But this morning thing, this morning thing was just a problem. He said, Christ never said I was having a problem. And in fact, this was A.D. Owase who was preaching. And I went. And I had prayed and I said, Lord, this thing can't continue new life. You see, a time comes in a man's life when he says, enough. 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 When he says no to other options. Are you getting this? You just say no. Say enough. Enough to other options. They say, this man also look nice for the moment. He says, no, I'm not interested. I don't want this one. This is, it has to be this. Give me a child or I die. Ah. So while he was there, the man of God began to preach and told people to bring things, bring seed. He didn't have money. But Lord ministered to him. He got to his house. He said he had packed what he had. You might think that he would need a vehicle to bring it. He packed them in a bag. (laughs) A bag was enough. And he carried it. He was going. He got there, he was at the overflow outside. Then a time came when the man of God said, Come and give. And people were going, dressing nice with their suits and all of that. And he said, The Holy Spirit told him, Wait. Ah. He said, It could have made sense if the bag was looking fine. <laughs> when everyone has now gone, I remember my days back then in, in, in our church. And they said, if you want to do this for God, come out. And I came out and hid among the crowd. And pastor lay hands on me, and he gave to me, he will cross. What is this? Until there was four of us. To wasn't my case. He comes number one, lays hands on him, comes at me, he moves. <laughs> what do you want me to do? He lays on this, he, lay, he now came back, and he asked me, I'm born again. <laughs> he said, see me after the service. After what we are sat. I went to the other side and said, <laughs> because I couldn't gather myself again. <laughs> Everything that was said from that moment to the end of service, I didn't know. <laughs> when they finished, I went and found my Bible. I said, sir, you said I should see you. <laughs> and then he started telling me what I don't want to hear, what I was fighting about. I didn't want to hear this. God has told me about ministry. Say, God has called me. That's why I should wait. So, when everyone else has gone, and you can imagine the song may have even stopped, and people are sitting, all right? The Holy Spirit says, Now go. <laughs> he said, he, he took every strength to him to get up, and he carried his bag, and he was going. He said, He got to the altar and dropped it. He said, As he turned to go, he had God say to him, you have entered the realm of wealth. Mm. Apostle Selman is a celebrated person in all over the world. He said, you've entered the realm of wealth. He was dealing with impartation and dimensions. There are things you do. It's the same effort. What determines the outcome is your dimension. Do you understand this? 
Your dimension is important. The same thing. You look at somebody not doing as nicely as they are doing. Not knowing as much as you know. But he's a big boy. And he's encouraging you to be strong in the Lord. <laughs> and you have a conversation with him. You are the one teaching him. And he's saying, I can see the grace of God on you. You are so wise. Just be trusting God and wait, wait upon him. The same thing that God did for me, he will do for you. Glory to God. Then he said, the gentleman said that at the time, God told him, I want to move you to the dimension of overflow. Wait, wait. That on the certain day he told him, it is today. Go and meet Bishop David Oyedebu. So he entered the airplane. Now he has money to fly. <laughs> entered the airplane. Came to Yedebu and gave him a seat. And when he finished, he was going to enter the car. Because to get to the airport, God said to him that he should bend down and touch the ground. And that he did. And then God told him, today you've entered the realm of overflow. He has to also believe it. Amen. Glory to God. He has to also believe it. And then, that's where he functions. So it's not of effort. These things that we are written is not of any man's effort that any man should boast. Let us now resolve here, right now, to make it our testimony and experience in 2020. Amen? Let it now come to pass that you look at your result and say, <laughs> I mean, it makes you humble. Because you know, praise God. You know. So therefore I thought it necessary, verse 5, to exhort the brethren that they would go before the Lord and make up beforehand your bounty, whereof you had noticed before, that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty, and not as of covetousness. Very important. I hope you understand it. Verse 6. But this I say, he which so sparingly shall also reap what? Sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Now, that's a law, right? That's a law. If you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you, sow, you, you also sow, uh, reap bountifully. Every man, according as he proposeth in his heart, so let him give not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Verse 8. And, oh my God. Praise God. Hey. Praise God. I love us it. And God is able. Hallelujah. God has the capacity to make all hallelujah. To make hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To make all grace. Different kinds of grace. Of his fullness have all we received grace for grace. There are grace for different things. Amen. Amen. To make all grace abound towards you. That ye always having all sufficiency. All sufficiency. 
in all things, having all of the care, a perfect condition of life in which no aid or support is needed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. La Baha. I remember trying to wait according to my level of understanding. When I went to people and um, want to ask them for financial support, I said, you know now how this thing works. Because I thought when people wait, they should borrow. Amen? So I had to borrow here and there. Because that was what I thought. But there is a perfect condition of life in which no aid or support is needed. Sufficiency of all the necessities of life. God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always, not sometimes, not three times a year, not once in a week, always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Hallelujah. This is my choice. Glory to God. I want this experience. And I know how to walk in this experience. He said, according as you propose in your heart, so give. But caution, sparing giving, sparing reaping. Bountiful giving, bountiful reaping. I want to go bountiful reaping. Glory to God. So I want to go, see, he said, in the morning, what? Sow your seed. In the evening, don't withhold your hand. You don't know the word. Listen, so. I was watching the other day on Facebook. I saw a message. They were acting Bishop or Bishop David or post message. It wasn't about what was said in the message. All right? It's about his attitude. All right? That was inspiring me. And I laughed. And when I finished laughing, I took up my phone. I opened the app. I sent an offering. Glory to God. Because he said in the morning, so. In the evening, so. Glory to God. But let it be known that if your sowing is sparing, that is what happens too. What would, what would you rather choose? What would you rather choose? Do you, does anyone have the Amplified? Let's read that scripture from Second Corinthians chapter 9. Verse what? God is able to make all things. Who? Ethnic blessings. Mm-hmm. And you may always, and under all circumstances, Hallelujah. whatever they need, every good work and act of charity. charity. And God is able to make all grace, every favor. There are those working in one favor, they are doing big. Every favor, favor in your finances, in your marriage, in your relationship. You know what it means to have relationship favor? You just walk into a relationship and they, they, they start restoring to what they don't know. You understand that? All fair and earthly blessings come in abundance, in, ab- in abundance to you. In abundance. Listen, he said, it is a God will make. Did you notice? So that means I have a role. If he has said, I see unto you that God shall. He said, God is able 
Just like he said, he is able to do exceedingly. He didn't say he shall do exceedingly. This one comes with a responsibility. You have to make a choice. God is able to make all grace when you do what? When you either chose to sow sparingly or bountifully or not so at all. Praise God. But I know you are smart. You're not going to choose death. You're going to choose life. You're not going to choose dishonor. You're going to choose honor. Amen. Somebody is choosing life right now. Glory to God. Someone is choosing abundance. Mega, mega, mega grace is on you. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is able to make all grace, every favor, and just to make it clear. For those that will say, well, that's where we get it. And earthly blessings, earthly, earthly, earthly blessings come in abundance to you so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, no matter what the need is. Are you hearing me? Say amen. amen. Say I accept. Say I receive. Hallelujah. All glory to God. I feel like dancing. I feel like shouting. I feel like screaming. I feel like laughing. I feel like lying down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Be completely self-sufficient in him. And have an abundance of every good work and act of charity. Amen. Amen. This is where I live. This is where I live. Glory to God. 2020, here we are. Glory to God. We are going to be walking in super abundance. Super favors. Glory to God. They look at us and say, who are these? We are saying, these are the ones favored of God. Hallelujah. These are the ones blessed of God. Anointed of God. And we will do big things. Say amen. amen. We will do big things. We will shake the corners of the earth. From Europe to Asia to America to Africa. We are shaking all five continents. Glory to God. We will do big things in the Middle East. We will do in the Americas. We will do in Nigeria, in Africa, and in Europe. It's not by power. It's not by mind. By my spirit. A little one shall become a thousand. A small one shall become a strong nation. In this time of the spirit, the Lord is hastening it. Glory to God. I, the Lord, shall hasten it. And this is the time. This is the hour. This day is this script of the field. Not by power, not by mind, but by my spirit. We have laid this foundation. We shall see the capstone. And we shall come with rejoicing and shouting. Grace! Glory! Glory! Glory, Makababaya! Open your mother and pray. Open your mother and worship him. Merebo para 